Well, hey there, folks. It's time to tune in for a tantalizing treat of talk and tales. Welcome to Beholding Out for a Hero, where the sidetrack is the main track. Whether you're a D&D devotee or a darling delineate, you're in for a dose of dazzling and delightful diversion. I'm John, your host with the most, and I'm thrilled to be here for our 17th spectacular episode. We're here to share some amusing hijinks and have some fun, so sit back, relax, and let the good times roll. Now, let me tell you, friends, we're just a bunch of bumbling and boisterous amateurs who thought it would be fun to record our D&D sessions and share them with the world. And we're overjoyed that you've stuck with us this far. We hope you're ready for some raucous and rowdy action, because this episode is going to be a real hoot. So without further ado, let's get this party started and dive right into the fray. One, two, three, clap. John's muted, I don't know. Uh-oh. Hopefully you got that. You better that. start recording. Nico! Nico! What? What? He said he better have started recording. Oh, oh. I thought Nico said, I better start recording. That's what I heard! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be very indignant about how I was going to line this up. I know, I was like, well, I better stop and delete it. How <laughs> dare you all falsely accuse me of doing something <laughs> I've totally done before? How does it feel? <laughs> Listen, we can only do that with Raina. Yeah. <laughs> There's only room for false accusations in that. <laughs> one scapegoat. <laughs> scapegoat. God. Scapegoat. <laughs> you know what, guys? I need to go. <laughs> can we Can we stop? <laughs> Only John can't get edited out, and only Reyna has to be scapegoated. <laughs> Those are the new laws. These things, okay. <laughs> but is is John there? Do we have to stop recording and delete all of this? Did you Did start you recording? Record? Oh, you, I, oh, I don't think any of us heard you. One, two, three, clap. Are we all here? Yes. Yes. All here off, and John. wonderfully getting John. along. John. We're like the John. bestest of friends. <laughs> We're the bestie, bestiest of friendsiest. Except no John if he didn't start recording. He didn't say anything yet. Which is the problem. John with you? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> did you start recording when everybody else did? I might have been a second late. Uh, but are you recording? I'm recording. Okay, we'll call that good enough. <laughs> yeah, I'll line it up by him responding, saying he started a second late. We're good. We're good. Don't worry. It's not that late. <laughs> it's only about as late as my dad was to my birth. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That's not true, even a little bit. Just <laughs> slandering your father. Yeah. I was like, do we need to pivot the session question to interesting birth stories? Oh, I do have an interesting birth story. I do story. also have an interesting birth story. I do I have as a well. Good one. Oh, wait. There we go. Hey, okay. New, new session, session question. question. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Holding Out for a Hero. I am Nico, the DM for this campaign, and our new session question is <laughs> what is your interesting birth story my interesting birth story is that 
I was an incredibly large baby. I think I was Ooh. nine pounds. Oh, jeez. And none of that stayed because I'm tiny. Did you never grow afterwards? Apparently not. <laughs> I was just born full-sized. <laughs> oh, you were like um, the Greek, no, Athena, who sprang from Zeus's head yes. fully formed. That is an accurate dis- depiction of my birth. <laughs> That's actually... That is how I was born too. So that you know, that takes my. You took my story. Athena's birth is Nico's documentary story. Yes. Documentary story. Documentary. <laughs> Hi, I'm Raina. I play Jem. We know her, and so my interesting birth story is that I. So when my mom went into labor, I believe they turned her away. First of all. They were like, you're not actually in labor. Go home. And so she did. And then I ended up having a bowel movement inside of her oh. uh, and became an emergency C-section baby. But the problem was her usual doctor was on vacation. So the one who had like looked after her whole pregnancy literally left when she because I was like two <laughs> weeks late. <laughs> so left. And so she had this random doctor got to completely cut the line of like 20 other women who were in labor. And apparently they played tribal African drums while I was being, you know, taken out, which definitely explains a lot about my taste in music. But yeah, so I was fine. And apparently I had the most perfect head ever because I was a C-section baby. (laughs) I didn't know you could have a bowel movement as a baby inside the mother. Yeah, it's real bad. (laughs) They were like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. But, you know, that just goes to show I really have been a little shit since the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) My story contrasts both Reyna's and Nico's. So I was two months premature. I came out at like three or four pounds. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's teeny tiny, and that has also stayed with me my whole life. But when my mom... Oh. Hi, I'm Ashley, and I play me through this. Mark it on the bingo cards. <laughs> the tiefling bard. So when my mom was pregnant, the umbilical cord broke somehow. Oh. And she either felt it or they told her during a checkup. And so they were like, Oh, we need to induce labor. And she was like, can I go get lunch first? And they were like, (laughs) me? Yeah, no, there shouldn't be any problem. Go ahead and get lunch. So she got lunch and then pushed me out. You know, she has her priorities. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not mad about it, I guess. Maybe a little salty. I wouldn't want to eat before going into labor, though. (laughs) I wouldn't want to either. To be sure, I just don't want to have a baby. I mean, yeah, but if I was going to have a baby, I would not want to, like, oh, let me just go down the street and get a sloppy Joe sandwich. (laughs) No, I think she went for a whole sit-down Chinese meal, so, you know. Still. (laughs) I feel like when I'm stressed, I don't generally be like, hmm. Now would be a great time to have a full sit-down meal. (laughs) I think this just indicates that she wasn't stressed. (laughs) I was the second child, so she'd already done all this before. I'd hit up a Jamba Juice before I go into labor. 
<laughs> Probably the least messiest option. The first element of my fun fact is that my father was present when I was born. <laughs> Despite my previous statement. I was also a C-section baby. and Who are you? I... <laughs> What's your name? Hi, I'm John. <laughs> this is my last episode of the podcast. You say that every episode. Yeah. <laughs> one of these episodes is going to be the last one. Oh, New bingo card square. <laughs> John declares this is his final episode. Hi, I'm John, and I play Patches, the teddy bear paladin. And I, the human, was born, unlike Patches, who is a teddy bear. And I was a C-section baby. And I didn't cry for like the first 10, 20 minutes that I was in in the world. And then I started crying, and I haven't stopped since. <laughs> Just constantly crying. Just like my constant drinking gravy. <laughs> we edit it out. That's right. It's not train noises. The train noises are to mask the desperate sobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story. Hi, I'm Elaine. I play Kitty with an IE. So my mom was in the hospital, like in like the, I'm not in labor yet, but I'm in the hospital kind of thing. It was like two in the morning. And then my mom calls the nurse in and she's just like, I think I'm having my baby now. And the nurse was like, no. And my mom's like, yeah, I think I'm having my baby now. And like, my mom's super calm. And the nurse is like, no, you would be in pain if you were in labor. And then my mom's like, can you just check? And then like, my head's almost out at that point so the nurse freaks out runs out of the room presumably to get a doctor or something so my dad has to deliver me because the nurse left oh my god oh boy holy shit that's a good one i think elaine's is the best that is a good one dang your mom's kind of a baller (laughs) so was she in pain she said she wasn't for my birth, at least. <laughs> Sad for Corey. Well, Corey's <laughs> was like a, he had to be, he was also an induced labor because the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck a couple times. Ooh. So like, I don't know the whole story of how that happened, but like, apparently I was super easy. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to that, yeah, I think anyone would be. Yeah. Which brings us to our session summary. John, take it away. All right, we headed to the docks in the morning to see if we could get to Kibara, Kibara, to get to Qdoba. And I ran into an old friend of mine who uh, was a um, <clears throat> farming co-worker, and she has a bit of a crew going on. They seem to be traders of some kind, and they could potentially take us across the sea, but they're going to need some enchanted sails to try and deal with the uh, choppy waters. They're going to need about 250 gold. Luckily, we should be able to get that from the fighting tournament that we're headed to next. After we went there, we decided to look for that weird tiefling guy that Miki heard about. Eventually we found him. Turns out he's called Abe. And uh, he's a real piece of shit. He was talking about something that's way bigger than us or something like that. But he just totally blew Miki off and it really rubbed me the wrong way. 
If something bad is really going down, you'd think that a medium would want another medium on their side. Anyway, we went to Raskin Bobbins afterwards to drown our sorrows. Then Jem and I talked for a little bit. She was telling me about stuff that happened back in her homeland and stuff she's kind of broken up about. And, uh, you know, we confided in each other. And now we're just resting up before we get to the fight. I'm ready to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And bubblegum will get stuck in my fur. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't have teeth. I would basically be gumming it. Yeah, I also don't have saliva, so I'm not sure how that would really play out. (laughs) (laughs) Does gum get sticky without moisture? No. No. It would just Uh. fall out, like, flat. (laughs) It wouldn't get chewed. Yeah, wouldn't he? Well, wouldn't he just flatten it out with like gentle pressure? Yeah. Yeah. You are all resting in the familiar comfort of the West Eagle, finding a night's rest before your fight the next day. Miki, you have a dream. Oh no. You find yourself reliving the day in the basement of the distillery during your fight with those strange people, replaying that night. You watch as the the person falls off the edge of the building, almost in slow motion. You can hear your heart pounding in your ears. As you rush over to peer over the edge, the heartbeat in your ears is suddenly replaced with a deafening silence. As you gaze down to where the body should be, you see the body along with a half-orc man kneeling beside it. He is dressed in pelts and carries a bow and a quiver of arrows. He looks up at you. You don't recognize him, but you feel like you know him. A scream goes off behind you, quickly followed by a few more voices. As you turn, you find yourself in a darkened circus tent. There is a large skeletal deer that walks towards you. The eyeballs in the socket look directly at you, and then above and beyond you. As it walks past you, the screams stop. You wake up. Uh, Miki is definitely not sleeping for the rest of the night after that. Is anyone else awake? I would be. Is Gem awake yet? Yeah. By the time you wake up from this dream, it's not like just the middle of the night. It's more or less when, uh, like, a few hours before you you would normally wake up. So you're not like sleep deprived, but. It is unsettling. Kitty's probably the only one still asleep. Yeah, where's everyone else? Patches doesn't need to sleep that long either, so I don't know. Jem and Patches are playing patty cake in the corner quietly. <laughs> <laughs> well, every night after Jem wakes up from her trance, she journals about her rocks. So she just has like a circle of rocks around her in her journal in her lap. And is scribbling. (laughs) Jem, the aspiring geologist. Yeah, she is. That's why she can lick rocks. (laughs) Ignoring that statement. (laughs) Miki is going to get up and walk over to where Jem is seancing with rocks. And then kind of like crouch down by the rocks and be like 
Are you casting a spell? Is this a ritual circle? Oh, you're up early. Uh-huh, and? No, I'm not, I'm not a spellcaster. I don't have any sort of magical capabilities. And Miki's gonna, before she can finish talking, launch herself across the circle into Jem's lap. You, uh, are you okay? This is a lot. Um, what's happening? What's, what, what's happening? <laughs> Just put your arms around me and shut up. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. And she's going to take the rock that she was holding, put it in her mouth, and then... <laughs> 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 I was not expecting that. <laughs> nice. Eventually, you guys do all I'm, wake up. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rub like little circles into her back, like you know, comforting her from whatever. Jim, I found where Drazen keeps the chocolate chip. Are we doing a cuddle pile? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go over and hug Miki. Miki, like, opens an arm to be able to hug Patches as well. Yes, let me just I'll swipe some rocks out of the way. <laughs> John, being able to understand me with a fist in my mouth, good job. <laughs> really impressed. I am impressed, too. Me too. I was like, what is she saying? And then John was just like, I could have been a it. dentist with these skills. <laughs> I could get the first one, but the second one, I was like, I don't know what she's saying. Do you have a bad dream, Mickey? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, I'll be there next time and I'll make sure you don't have any bad ones. Patches, what did she say? I don't know. I need to hear that one again. <laughs> Okay, Jem's gonna spit out the rock. <laughs> Just quit. Do you think we should order pancakes from a Drayson? He's asleep right now. Then wake him up. It's his job. That's mm -hmm. why I got these cookies. <laughs> Patches has a plate of chocolate chip cookies that he's stolen from a Drayson. Mickey takes two and just stuffs them straight into her mouth. Eh, Jem will take one. <laughs> Miki does not get up for like 10 minutes. You're stuck. That's okay. I'm just going to keep rubbing circles on her back. The rest of the morning and afternoon are relatively uneventful as you guys sit around twiddling your thumbs waiting for this fight ring to happen. I do want to say, mm -hmm. I want to get super glammed up for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got plenty of time, like full dude. WWE wrestler, like, like the best sort of outfit that I have that I can still fight in. I'm not sure exactly like what that would entail because obviously I'm not too aware of how fashion works in D and D land, but definitely like the full makeup, contour, like shego <laughs> lips, like the whole nine yards, you know. Mm -hmm. Everything. I put on a jumpsuit that says, I heart Memphis, Tennessee. 
Cowboy, a jumpsuit implies you have more than one. It's the one that I have. <laughs> For now. <laughs> the future is bright, let's say that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's easy enough to do for during the afternoon and the morning because y'all don't have anything better to do as you sit and wait. Come sunset, though, you guys do go to, what is it, the Fallen District? I don't have the district written down here. But you do go to the crater, make your way to the crater, and arriving, you find that there are signs going towards a dilapidated building next to a large ditch you can kind of tell by sparse foot traffic that people are generally headed in the same direction and there doesn't seem to be a lot of other people in this area it's mostly ruins and abandoned buildings as you approach the building you see that there seems to be a relatively new newly built fence around is probably a large ditch, hence the name, the crater. And you see a few harpies perched on its edge, watching <gasps> the passerbys. The building adjacent to it has a sign uh, written in a different language in large font, and then smaller underneath in common. It says contestants, and then it has an arrow to the left, and it has betting, and then it has an arrow to the right. What sparse what? foot traffic there is, most people are headed to the right. To betting? Oh, betting. Betting, yes. Okay. Uh, I thought it was betting. Uh, and they have a lot of beds here. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Wouldn't okay. expect this to be such a... Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, Their <laughs> common isn't the clearest. Uh, it's written rather sloppily, as if common isn't their first language. What about spectators? Is there a sign for spectators? Nope, there's only two, contestants and betting. Uh-oh. Do we have to put on a bet to spectate? Probably. This is a fight ring. Oh, I was planning on betting, I guess, anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, just put it in Nanada, the bare minimum. I'll, like, sling my arm around Kitty's shoulders. Look at the two. <laughs> Super glammed up elf and I heart Memphis. <laughs> 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 Jumpsuit wearing <laughs> I would say that we're equally dressed up. Yeah. Wait, if you're wait, does your bodysuit go over your face? It's a morph suit. Yeah, it's a full morph suit. But can't they still see your ears? I'm also wearing my I survived Memphis, Tennessee's famous soybean processing plant hat. <laughs> <laughs> can I give Patches's morph suit false eyelashes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so also false eyelashes. <laughs> Can you roll a d20 for me, Reyna? Already? <laughs> Does Gem know how to put on false eyelashes? Probably. 13. You also managed to find some googly eyes if you want to put those on too. <gasps> Heck yeah! <laughs> Kitty's gonna look for somebody who looks like they're working the event. Immediately in this lobby area with this sign, there doesn't seem to be. You see, like, a couple people walk past you towards the bedding, and from the bedding side, it seems that it sounds like there's more people in that direction. Okay. 
Should we go find seats? Yeah, I was going to ask, like, do we have to stay away from our friends before the fight? Are they going to be separated from us? Can we pretend to be their coaches? <laughs> yeah, because, like, I have, <laughs> I have some spells so we can cheat. <laughs> you know, I doubt you're the only one. I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to cast aid. Um, and I'm going to give Jem, Miki, and myself five extra hit points. <gasps> nice. Yeah. Thank you. Suck it, artificer. <laughs> Are they temporary? They are you're just your hit point maximum and hit, current hit points are increased. Oh. For how long? Eight hours. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Very nice. Okay. Because, like, I don't know how long it'll be. I, I also had a spell I was going to cast that lasts an hour, but I don't know if it'll be done in an hour, if I should cast this later. Why don't we ask if we can have managers? It's, you know, this seems to be kind of a no-hold spot. You know what, let's see what the rules are, and then go from there. Yeah, why don't you guys, you guys could always come with us, and then, you know, we could say, hey, can our friends stay here? It's not really clear from the sign. You know, and if they tell you to get lost, then they tell you to get lost. What happens if we enter in there immediately, like, and you are now fighting? Then just slip out the back. <laughs> Let's let's go to the bedding area, and then we can ask them. Mm-hmm. It's safer. I like this plan better. Yeah. Okay. So Kitty will start walking. I'm assuming Miki's arm is still around her, so Miki gets dragged along too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Over to the bedding area, and I will look for somebody. All right, be safe. <laughs> Yeah, entering the bedding area, you find that it opens up into a large makeshift arena of sorts. There is a large ditch in the center that's a crater-looking thing, and then there are makeshift seats with like pieces of uh, rubble that are positioned around the, the center, or planks of wood set on two different things to kind of make a bench. You also see... Besides the basic seating, there is a emperor's booth, if it was a, a, a gladiator arena, like a, a significantly nicer portion of seating that is kind of curtained off. There seems to be a couple of guards around them, and next to that, too, there is a stall that seems to be selling food. I don't know, there's a giant pot of steaming something, and people seem to be going up and paying for that occasionally. Seeing the full crowd and who has shown up so far, you can tell easily that most of the people here are monstrous. Woo, I fit in. So I'm gonna head to whoever looks like they have the most authority in this place. Easily by sight, you can tell that the guards around the Emperor's booth obviously work here, as well as the person who is dealing with the food pot. How long is the line to the food pot? Right now it's relatively short. A lot of people have either sat down or they're not hungry yet. There's not a whole lot of people there. Okay, I'll head up to that person. Yeah, you approach a middle-aged goblin man 
as you walk up to him, he says, three copper. How many bowls? Actually, um, sorry, this is my first time to this event, and I had some questions. I don't know. Should I? Are, is it okay to ask? If you're busy, I can find somebody else. I guess. I can't say that I know everything, though. What you curious about? So we have some friends who want to participate in the fight. Do they sit here with the general audience until it's their turn? Do we get to, like, hang out with them until their fights start? How long does the event go for? I mean, as far as I know, I think contestants and audience stay separate. Audience stays here. Contestants follow the signs you saw on the front. Uh, this event should go for hmm, three and a half hours today, and there's a second part tomorrow. Oh, oh, uh oh, we didn't account for that. <laughs> okay. And I'm sure there's exceptions, but they generally don't allow people to visit the contestants. Yeah, that's fair. Once we split up, we should split up kind of thing. Okay. I mean, you can see them at the end of the day, though. It's not like they keep them here once the event's over. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I, we'll go say goodbye to our friends before we split up then. Thank you. You sure you don't want some? And motions to this giant steaming pot of, it looks like stew, but you can't find any identifiable parts in it. It seems to be very well blended or chopped. Can I, I will hand over three copper for a bowl of stew, but I also want to make sure there's no human meat in it genuinely cannot tell it's uh it smells hearty you might have vegetables it probably has meat we'll just check if kitty likes it <laughs> <laughs> can i lean over to the goblin and be like so having found myself in a dire survival circumstance recently what's in this Rat and vegetables. Ooh, rat. Okay. <laughs> a little mealy. Oh, little gamey. Better than what I had before, and I'll walk away from the bowl. <laughs> it's real good, I promise you. <laughs> He's shouting yeah. at you as you leave. <laughs> it smells amazing. I'll buy one, too. Every day, I'm more glad that Patches doesn't have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to eat rat and vegetables? <laughs> That's my favorite thing to get at Panera. <laughs> the rat bowl is amazing <laughs> can I get the rat soup in a bread bowl please okay so I am going to head out to the others yeah I've already downed my stew yeah it's uh, very heavily spiced it's not like the best stew you've ever had but it's it's pretty good Oh, I'm going to have a tummy ache later. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they said that the fight's going to be about three and a half hours. I can increase one of your guys' strength for an hour. Ooh, my strength is absolute garbage, so I would love that. Okay, so hopefully your 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 fight happens within an hour, because if it doesn't, it's going to go away. Yeah, I'll just seem super eager, and I'm sure they'll throw me in. All right, so I am going to pull out a little bit of fur from my bag, and then I'm going to cast Enhanceability Bull's Strength on Gem. 
to give you advantage on strength checks. And if it matters, your carrying capacity is double now for an hour. Okay, well, (laughs) with my little elf noodle arms, I'll see what I can do. (laughs) After that wears away, if you're within 30 feet of me, I can also cast Sanctuary on you, so it's harder for them to hit you. That'll end if she punches someone, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. Eh, we'll just, you know, we'll we'll figure it out, and I'll leave it up to your judgment. You're smart. You scrap. I get it. Hopefully, uh, we can get close enough seats. John, off the top of your head, do you know how long Bardic Inspiration lasts? I don't, but I can find out. Ten I minutes. Think... Oh. Yeah. But how long does your subclass ability last? No, it doesn't say. Well, some of it says. Oh, it lasts until I do another tail. So some of them are only until the next turn, but some of them are for the next tail. So I might as well try it. You can provide that from a distance, right? So even if it's like 10 minutes. Uh, Only from 30 feet away. Mm. So it's not particularly useful unless we get... Front row seats. How large was the arena when we saw it? You might be in the splash zone if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might be in the splash zone. But like, when we saw the arena, how how big did it look? Like, would 30 feet be a problem? Would it be too big? The arena's probably a little bigger than 30 feet across. Probably like 40, maybe 50 max. So we can cover most of it. This die is fucking cursed. They rolled a seven three times. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Normally that'd be a good thing. No. Normally it would be, but it's useless with the spirit tails because that's saving on psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> that is very specific. So you see Miki run through all of her bardic inspiration by talking to ghosts around her. And the same ghost comes up and tries to tell the same story three times. And she's like, shut up. I don't (laughs) need you right now. Eventually, she gets a good one. And because we don't see ghosts, (laughs) I I just, maybe Jem's in the middle of saying something about like rat stew and how much she wants it. And then Miki goes, shut up. And she's like, hey, God. Not you, not you, the ghost. <laughs> the ghost I'm obviously talking to. So eventually I got Tale of the Traveler. The target gains temporary hit points equal to a roll of your bardic inspiration die, plus your bardic level. Their speed increases by 10 feet, and they gain a plus one to their AC. Nice. Damn. Which one of you would like this? I mean, I'd love it, but also... Jem might need all the help she can get. <laughs> you know, and like, I feel bad taking all the nice gifts, but I do need all the help I can get because look at me. <laughs> this is a fist fight. It's not going to go Jem's way. What are we, level five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you get nine temporary hit points. Lit. Ten more feet and plus one to your AC. Super lit. And then you see Miki apologizing to the ghost she cut off three times. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said plus one to my AC? Yes. Okay. Lit! Thank you! Okay, good luck! Okay, see you later! 
oh wait and nikki like gives patches a big hug and a kiss on the head that's all the motivation i need and then gives Gem a big hug and a kiss on like the arm <laughs> on the arm she's not gonna reach up today <laughs> do you think i never lean over in my life i'm genuinely curious all right well come down here then okay <laughs> and Jim will just lean down is the hard she's only six <laughs> feet tall <laughs> nikki gives her a kiss on the forehead oh okay thank you actually i don't know if you're allowed to bring items in but if you can sneak this in Kitty is going to give Patches a gun, her wand of scowls. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> so you have three charges on it to force your opponent to start scowling for a minute. I, I feel like they're going to be scowling anyway. <laughs> I, I'm sure this will come in handy. Yeah, like maybe they're like, "Why can't I stop scowling?" And then, oh, 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 this one's better. This one's better. And then she'll put the wand of scowls away and pull out the wand of conducting. That one is better. <laughs> yeah. So this one also has three charges, and then you can distract them with some music. And if you roll a one on a d twenty, it'll be a sad tuba sound. <laughs> <laughs> but the wand will also like disappear. So don't roll a one. I always feel better when I have a bang inside, uh, uh, what's the word, soundtrack going. Yeah, do you think it knows the Mad Max Fury Road theme? Madman Anger Street. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I haven't actually used it. Uh, We stole it from the guy on the train. Yeah. Let's hope he's not in the audience, yeah? (laughs) If he is, we'll beat him up. It's yeah. true. Get down here. Well, he doesn't know who. Oh, wait, no. No, he knows. Is it so we don't meet him, or you? He doesn't see you. So he doesn't see the things we stole from him, mostly. But like there are multiple wands of conducting, and he doesn't know who Patches is. That's true. Okay, no one knows who Patches is. Yeah, yeah. I'm also I'm also disguised. Yeah, as yeah. your everyday <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee resident enthusiast. Enthusiast. <laughs> I'm I'm fighting on behalf of soybean processing. <laughs> there you go, Patches. Sorry, but Gems thing's a concentration spell, so I can't. Of course, yeah, no I get worries. it. I got yeah. plenty of magic of my own. Sweet. Let's go register. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. You guys take the left turn and follow the signs that say competitors. Eventually, the signs stop being in common, but there are arrows and a relatively straightforward path for you to go down. Are they in Goblin? No, they are not in Goblin. Damn it! Are they in... Infernal? Nope. Quarry? Nope. Mm. Elvish? No, you speak Quarry too? Yeah! We can communicate in quarry. Okay. <laughs> Patches and Jem talking about this mystery language that neither of them can read. You pass by a monstrous guard who is a knoll who motions for you guys to keep going down the hallway as you pass. 
Does hold on, wait, wait, wait. Does this knoll have a gun? No. Hyena without gun? Damn it. Only a two. <laughs> Eventually you see another scaly, somewhat human shaped lizardy not lizard folk, but kind of lizard esque guard who will as you approach motions to put something over your head it's a plate a metal thin metal plate with a large number painted on it tied together by ropes and loops one over the both of you so or loops one over the each of you okay we're not (laughs) this is a three-foot race (laughs) so you're labeled with numbers okay okay (laughs) what's my number yeah what are our numbers 13 and 14 are your numbers. You can, <gasps> whoever's walking first gets 13. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I be 13? I'm unlucky. All yours. Yeah, I mean, you guys can trade numbers. It, it doesn't matter. As After he puts these plates on you, he motions to for you guys to keep going down the hall to the left. Eventually, you meet a line of other contestants with numbers. They are all waiting single file down a narrow hallway. At the end of this hallway is a set of stairs that goes upwards, and you can kind of hear from where you're standing that that's where the presumably the arena is, since it sounds like there are murmurs of a crowd upstairs. At the top of the stairs is a middle-aged tiefling woman who is standing next to the door. How has Miki never met another tiefling? There are so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> She's just kind of waiting, and she is not wearing a number. Do I recognize her? You do not recognize her. Okay, just checking. There's so many tieflings, and Jem's met almost all of them. (laughs) It's funny that Jem is the one meeting all the tieflings. (laughs) (laughs) Are there any, like, hobgoblins or goblins? Yeah. uh, A few, like, not immediately in front of you. Immediately in front of you is a drow. But... A couple of people down, there is a hobgoblin. I'll I'll nudge the drow in front of me and be like, uh, excuse me, this, this is my first time doing one of these. Do you know if magic is allowed? She turns and you can see that she is a young adult drow dressed nicer than this district would generally, nicer than you would think for this ruins of a district she's got a bob haircut with hair tucked behind her left ear there's a lot of earrings on that left ear holy shit you're stunning sorry (laughs) jem kind of like pushes patches out of the way i'm not even gonna roll (laughs) i got a 10 (laughs) she's not even gonna roll because drow's your type (laughs) yeah immediately there is something familiar about this woman Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And as she's talking to Patches, roll a history check for me, please. Oh, no! Oh, God. Not like this. (laughs) That's a natural 20. Ooh. Nice. For 25. You recognize her to be the... Defarlin cousin no. of somebody you knew. 
You know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, but no! As she turns around, Patches, she's like, I don't know, this is my first time at one of these things. I just kind of showed up because you beat people up for money. I don't know. I'm, I'm down for that. How'd you know what I do? Oh, you mean like that's what you do here? Yeah. Uh, do you beat people up for money? I mean, like, I guess that's kind of what I do, too. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's one of my many skills. I'm also a, an amateur jeweler, a weaver, a driver, <laughs> a poet. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I don't do all that. I just beat people up. Cool. Are you part of, like, an adventurer's mercenary guild thing, or...? A kind of, I guess. It's uh, one of those dragon mark houses. They're all, oh, we're only going to be with our people, and you have to be special and part of the family, but... Oh, like one of those House of Protection, or one of those? It's uh, House of Shadow, the De oh. Defiarlin house. Right, right. <laughs> Jeb's going to, like, <laughs> turn away and bite really hard on her finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you once you recognize her and you turn around, you realize that she hasn't really taken notice of you. Maybe it's because it's really strange to see someone in full Memphis, Tennessee <laughs> gear. <laughs> and she's a little it's it's a little hard to look away from that. <laughs> yeah, Jem's gonna like act as natural as possible, but she is sweating. <laughs> Patches has no idea. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, your morph suit gives you just limited vision. <laughs> My peripheral is not fantastic. So, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, huh? How's that? Oh, it's just the, um, I gestured my <laughs> attire. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited though. You know, I'm I'm good at fighting people. It's one of my many skills. Nice, nice. Well, best of luck to you. Maybe we'll beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, you as well. Yeah. Good luck. And if we face each other, you'll need it. <laughs> <laughs> and she she uh, kind of gives you a smirk and says, "I like you." As there is a clapping from the tiefling woman, as she says. Alrighty, listen up. Leave now if you plan on forfeiting. Otherwise, if you forfeit once we've started, we're gonna take all your stuff, your clothes, and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> nice. This is my kind of place. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> the events for today will be as follows. A fist fight, no magic, no weapons. A fight where there are magic and weapons, and then a race. The fights will be short, with an hour after each round, and depending on how well betting goes, the victor might get a bonus. If we're feeling especially generous, the losers may as well. Losers can meet at the entrance of the building. If nobody comes to find you within an hour, then we don't have anything for you. The final round will be tomorrow, and only the remaining contestants will be told the location at the end of the night. The victor is going to receive 200 gold pieces and an enchanted artifact. Now, put on a good show and hope you can get the bets up as she opens the door and you can hear muffled speaking in the distance 
as the crowd seems to cheer and clap, she motions for you to head out into the arena. Real quick. Yeah. How close did Miki and Kitty get to the front row? Roll a d20, Elaine. Kitty die, don't fail me now. <laughs> 16. <laughs> oh! You can find seats where you want them. If you want front row, you guys are just a pair, so it's pretty easy to squeeze yourselves in. Especially with Kitty being smaller, you don't have to work that hard to find an open space to sit. Where would you like to sit? Front, front row. Yeah, okay. And Nico, I just had a question. Was it, like, one-on-one fights, or is it a battle royale? Uh, she didn't say, but it's gonna be one-on-one fights. Okay, one-on-one. Got it. Do we only enter one, or do we get to be in all three, or what's the... No, no, you're gonna be on all three. All three. If you're not eliminated, you're gonna be in all three. Cool. Man, I should've gotten Kitty's Helix. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you'd fit. (laughs) I'll just put them on the balls of my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Is... (laughs) I'm going to mentally... (laughs) <laughs> get Lieutenant Sparkles to start making his way here for the race. <laughs> Isn't the race tomorrow? No, this is all today. We're doing three events oh. today. Yeah, the race is today. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe he came with us, but I'm making sure that he's here. Yeah. <laughs> As you guys head out into the crowd, the torchlight and also magical lighting lights up the arena very clearly. Can I have everyone roll perception checks, please? Perception? I love perception. What? I have to roll dice? Yes. I'm just a spectator. <laughs> Four. I guess you don't have to. If you if you no, want to no. look around. Abs- I'm absolutely rolling dice. Twelve. Thirteen for kitty. Eighteen on die. Okay, so everyone sees that in the large emperor box looking seating there seems to be two long couches set up there's one visible figure although you can't really tell in this lighting whether someone's just laying down on the other couch or like short or you don't know but there's one visible figure on one of the two couches patches and gem you also see the previously described arena setup and miki you, looking at the contestants and also looking at the crowd around you, spot Izzy across <laughs> the way. She is one of the spectators near the food stall, and she is holding a bowl of rat soup. She does not notice you. <laughs> and that's where we're going to take our break. Wow. <laughs> and hold for room tone. Well, 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 if it isn't our love... Shit, I already fucked it up. Well, 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 if it isn't our loyal and lovely listeners still with us and ready for more. We appreciate your presence and your patience, and we're here to reward you with some tantalizing tidbits and tasty treats. If you're curious about what makes this podcast tick, and you want to see some snazzy character art and sensational fun facts about our players, characters, and DM, look no further than Beholding Out for a Hero on Instagram, all one word, and twitter.com slash podcast. We've got everything you need to satisfy your thirst for knowledge and your hunger for entertainment. 
But enough about us. Let's get back to what really matters. The action. We know you're all on the edge of your seats waiting to see what happens next. So without further ado, let's jump back into the fray and see what our intrepid heroes are up to. Stay tuned for more excitement, more adventure, and more of the hijinks you know and love. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back from intermission. Do I say anything else? I don't have a script for this, so I should really write a script for this. Just <laughs> that's no, the but then script. we don't get these pieces. <laughs> Just make some pathetic noises, like your icon. <laughs> I will no longer be soggy though once I order that Ethernet cable. <laughs> for those at home who can't see the icon, <laughs> Nico, would you like to describe it? No, it's going to be a mystery forever. <laughs> if you know, you know. Soggy. <laughs> Alrighty, so the contestants are doing a walk around in the arena looking at each other as well as looking at the... getting a first glance at the arena itself. The floor is uneven, but relatively level as... It looks like they kind of tried, but there's still like slight hills and some areas that have like obviously jutting up pieces of stone, but there is nothing to hide behind in this small arena. Not not really small, I said it was like... What a time to be a rogue. <laughs> Eventually, the tiefling woman who had let you out from the door motions for you to return back from the way you came and she shuts the door behind you all after you re-enter the narrow hallway. When we're doing our walkabout, can I scan the audience for other members of the Defjarlin house? Yeah. With a 13, you would say you're fairly certain that no one else from Defjarlin is here, but Fairly certain is not certain enough. <laughs> you didn't have a whole lot of time to scan the face of every single person. Okay. And it was a, a lot take, to take in. Yeah, okay. The, the first sight of this arena. Just checking. Thank you. Eventually, the tiefling woman tells you all to follow her down the hall, and she leads you all to uh, what looks like a... What used to be a, a connected office area with small individual area rooms, cubicles. There are small areas and she directs everyone to pick a spot and wait to be called. When they did their walkabout. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Do we get to bet like per fight? Yeah. Once the contestants have walked about, you hear what languages do you guys speak? Common and Draconic. Gnomish and Infernal. And I think that's it. She doesn't speak Common? No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you've said, I've like pieced together, but I'm really not, I'm not really sure. It's all just impressions. <laughs> <laughs> there are two languages spoken here. One you don't recognize, and the other being draconic. 
there are directions that people are now allowed to bet on certain numbers. And as you kind of saw when people were walking out, people were kind of like talking about, oh, you would have you would have heard some infernal Miki in, in people saying like, oh, I think I'm going to bet on this person. And you also hear quite a few people speaking in draconic. There are two people that have signs like little, um, you know, at baseball stands where people walk around with those popcorn things. It's like that. <laughs> but they have a sign that says betting in. Is this? Hold on. What script is this? Hopefully the one for Beholding Out for a Hero. <laughs> it does use the Infernal script. So, Miki, you can read the sign. It says in large letters, betting in Infernal. And there are two people walking around, kind of on opposite sides of the arena, going around to everyone who is waving them down for a bet, slowly waking their way through the crowd. Well, how much money do you want to put down, Kitty? I've got 64 gold to my name. That didn't answer my question. Did it not? No. Wait, are you putting down all 64 gold? I mean, I wasn't planning on doing it all at once. <laughs> is, that, is that not a good thing? I don't, I don't understand money. Jem just told me I needed some, so I've been getting some. But you'll still need some after today. Do you understand numbers? <laughs> I mean, I understand what Doc taught me. What did Doc teach you? What did Doc teach me? Um, math? How complex? Uh, really putting Kitty under the knife here. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Watch, it's gonna be, like, college-level calculus. This is, like, a university admission. <laughs> I rolled a 19. <laughs> so I so. guess I start going into, like, derivatives. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So she... You do understand that. A little goblin walks up to you and says, That's... Not your whole thing. But, you know, save some of it. Are we betting on all of the fights right now, or just the first no, round? No, this is and the if first round. Who who's fighting? Numbers uh looks at the this piece of paper, one through fourteen. Oh, did we we were able to see what number patches and gem were? Yeah, right. Gem is number thirteen and patches is number fourteen. I'm gonna put five gold on thirteen and five on fourteen. You got it. I'll put ten on thirteen and ten on fourteen. We're high rollers over here. If Jem doesn't make us money back, I'm stealing some of her rocks. No! <laughs> you hear a voice in your ear, Jem. All of a sudden, Jem shivers. <laughs> Someone's touching my rocks! <laughs> and then the goblin writes you a little ticket stub, and it's just a piece of paper that says what you bet on and hands it back to you. If we win, do we collect at the end of the, the whole thing? No, we'll distribute between rounds. Okay, nice. Miki had an intrusive thought to eat her receipt. <laughs> <laughs> you should get some more rats, too. <laughs> Gem, you get called up 
relatively quickly. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Wish you the best of luck, partner. <laughs> <laughs> you are going up against number three, who is a human in leather armor. And is it the same human? Oh, as the the ones you guys fought before? No, different different person. <laughs> um. She's dressed in I don't know, practical looking travel clothes. She doesn't have any weapons on her. Neither do you, as you were instructed to leave your belongings in in the little cubicles that you were that y'all sat in. Real quick before the fight starts. Mm-hmm. So when Jem steps out, and then Patches will also get the same treatment, they hear a very loud shout. And when they look over to where Kitty is, Kitty has cast her magical tinkering ability to have a, a static visual effect that can be up to 25 words that says, <laughs> that says, go Jem! Or like, go Patches! <laughs> she's going to like smile and wave and just kind of like, discreetly bury her face in her head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jem, you, as you step out into the ring, you see Kitty's sign, but then you also hear from across the stadium, Oh my god, Jem! What? <laughs> <laughs> you see Izzy in the stands, too. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Like the fact that House Defiant was here, the other <laughs> she's supposed to be dead is not great. <laughs> the other, uh... maybe you should have communicated that. <laughs> oh well. Oh, <laughs> the other no. person walking out with you gives you a weird look as you like. How the fuck do you know these people? <laughs> maybe Jem needs to be just as hidden as Patches does. No, Jem's too fab. Yeah, you know, she's just gonna look at the tiefling woman and just go, what can I say? I'm a local celebrity. And walk out into the into the arena. Shrut, <laughs> even. <laughs> yeah, you are directed to stand at certain places, and there is a hobgoblin, what looks to be a referee type, at the center of the arena with a horn ready to signal the start of the fight. You... Also probably know that there was two groups before you, but the fights have been fairly quick. Yeah. They're, they're probably, you would say, maybe about a minute. So this is going to be ten rounds back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be who does the most damage. Okay. So, the horn blows. Go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Actually, no. This one. Actually, no. This one. Sorry. <laughs> it genuinely doesn't matter what you roll. Um, that's gonna be 13. I rolled nat 1, so you go first. <laughs> oh, that's why. Okay. Okay. Then I'm gonna rush up. I mean, it's just unarmed strikes, essentially, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then I'm gonna make an unarmed strike. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna That's make gonna an unarmed strike. That's gonna be a natural strike. twenty. 
Ooh. Nice. That definitely hits. Go ahead and roll double your dice damage. Well, unarmed strike, it just says two. It doesn't give me oh, like a you dice. Don't, yeah, you don't roll. Because I have little. I think it's damage. one plus your strength modifier. Yeah, I have little yes. elf arms. That's so be- it is two plus your strength modifier. Okay. Two plus my strength modifier is three. Nice. So, just by itself. I know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, I don't, because, yeah, I don't think Kitty's thing. It just gives advantage yeah, on your Yeah, it gives advantage to strength checks. So I don't think it really, like, translates. You could pick this person up, though. That's true. <laughs> yeah, or if you have to grapple or anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I've already attacked them. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to bonus action disengage and make distance. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, you have 10 extra feet also on them, right? Mm-hmm. Can I? Oh, you have 10 extra feet? Uh-huh. From, yeah. Me! Yeah, from Miki. Plus one to my AC. And mm-hmm. can I, like, I know you can hold actions. Can you hold movement? <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So you have 10 extra feet, so you can move 40 feet this round? Mm-hmm. Okay. She takes a, a hit to the face, not anticipating the start of the fight like you were. And as you back up, she quickly follows you, being faster than you expected. She dashes up to you, and <laughs> it's going to be low. It's going to be a 10. It's a 10 hit. hit. Yeah, sounds about right. First hit misses, and... Oh, I don't like that there's a first hit. Or did you get paired with a monk? Or a fighter? Well, it's level five, so most everyone has double at this point. Oh, that's Except fair. for rogues. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Just me. Yeah, that's all she can do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay. You know, if she can never hit me, that's all I can ask for. If my two points will be enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Natural twenty. Nice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll damage. This is making up for all. I mean, there's no damage to roll. I don't roll damage. It's just two. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I keep forgetting. You, you don't well, roll three damage. with the nat twenty. Well, three with the nat twenty. So that's another three. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she is. Is it's not? She's not doing her best. I I like to think that Jem has her hands in her pocket and just like high kicks. <laughs> Across oh, she's fighting like Spike Spiegel. <laughs> <laughs> These dice are fucking failing me. I gotta use a new one. I rolled a six. Use the dice I gave you, Nico. It's only fitting. I'll give it a try. <laughs> she misses her next round. Your go again. Um, use this one. That's gonna be uh, 15 to hit. 15 does not hit. Okay. Then bonus action disengage. You notice that as you disengage and back up, even with your 10 extra feet of movement, she is faster than you. And she manages to catch up to you every time. She's going to go for another hit. And that's still bad. That's still really bad. <laughs> that's uh, going to be a 10. <laughs> nope, it doesn't hit. Here go. Okay. I'm going to go through all my dice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also doing the same thing, so. <laughs> That's going to be an 18 to hit. 
18 hits. Okay. If he said 18 doesn't hit, I would have been like, me. I would have cried. <laughs> I simply, I would have been like, who did you pair me up against? <laughs> and so that's another two points of damage. Okay. Okay, so she's gonna hit you again for a 17? 17 does hit. Oh, wow, no. you also receive two points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I feel like this has to be a really boring fight, right? <laughs> Can you have that with your with your dodging? Oh, yeah. Well, I do have a reaction. Yeah, so uncanny dodge. Yeah, that's anytime you take damage, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it area of effect? When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. <laughs> yeah, you could you could have it. <laughs> is your is this monk going invisible every time she attacks? <laughs> no. <laughs> Your go. Okay. Use this one. Don't mess this up for me. That's gonna be a sixteen to hit. Sixteen does not hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm guessing seventeen. <laughs> That's gonna be a three. <laughs> Doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have guessed. Uh, <laughs> you go again. Okay. Uh, guys, it's just giving me a chance to roll all my d20s. <laughs> you hear a, a, a toot from the horn that the the coach slash referee in the in the arena to signal the uh, halftime. Halftime. Okay. That one doesn't hit. It's a 12. Yeah, 12 doesn't hit. Ooh, 17. 17 hits. There's going to be another two points of damage. Uncanny dodge. <laughs> to, to one. Nice. <laughs> Just burning through all this temporary hit points. <laughs> Alrighty. You go again. Okay. This one. That's going to be a 21 to hit. Ooh. 21 hits. Okay. Just another two points of damage. <laughs> nice. Me with my little, like, hissy slaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Shut>! pretty much. <laughs> it's going to be a uh, 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> Uncanny dodge to Uncanny a dodge. one again. <laughs> yeah, your go. <laughs> okay. I roll again, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's it. Nico, you're not gonna believe this. And please don't yell at me. Please don't Another Nat 20. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, I've been rolling all of a Nat one, so it only makes sense. So that's gonna be another three points. <laughs> nice. You need to like enshrine that dice. I know. It's one of my liquid <laughs> cores. It's the purple one, like my hair. I rolled a 19. Or I, I got a 19. Ooh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> An uncanny dodge. Another one point of damage. Uh-huh. Here we go again. <laughs> he just like stopped it. Miki's taken her book out of her bag and is reading yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. The the first half the crowd seemed to be kind of excited and then there wasn't much happening after that and they're kinda of just like, okay. Yeah. That's just a fourteen. It doesn't hit. No. Kitty is still going wild. <laughs> Bless her. Just these two people lightly grazing each other. I know. <laughs> Mickey has one hand on Kitty's collar, like a mom with a toddler, just in case, like 
Kitty yeets herself <laughs> off the like stand. Kitty out definitely of the has like that monkey backpack child leash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rolled an at twenty, so that's gonna be three reduced to two. Okay. Oh wait, doesn't your backpack have a cat tail? It does. <laughs> it does. That's what I'm holding. <laughs> Last one. Go ahead and roll. Okay, make it count. Mm, nope, that's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a five, so. <laughs> but it was just like. Final round of misses as the horn blows again to signal the end of the fight, and the hobgoblin referee motions for a stop. I'm examining the both of you. <laughs> Unfortunately, one of you does have to win, otherwise. <laughs> they would just disqualify both of us, honestly, just for being really boring to watch. <laughs> <laughs> the hobgoblin raises up Jem's arm, and you can hear Kitty screaming, and also Izzy. Kitty's magical tinkering changes, so the words explode like fireworks. Oh, what a hype squad! I love it. <laughs> My two cannibals. <laughs> Episode title, please. <laughs> And this is why Miki's not cheering. She's just politely a, golf clapping. Yeah, there's a, a scattered <laughs> clap from the rest of the cloud. <laughs> you get walked back to the cubicle area you were in before as a couple more fights pass before Patches is called up. My fighting name is the Memphis Menace. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of get a weird look as they just call you by your number. <laughs> <laughs> Patches, you are fighting against a shifter. You can kind of see this this person kind of has like a, a two tusks coming out the front of their mouth with like a kind of a mane-ish thing, kind of grayish fur. You guys line up as directed by your hobgoblin referee. And our signal to start. Go ahead and roll initiative. Patches also sees the the magical tinkered word cheering him on. I hope it doesn't say Sergeant Patches. <laughs> no, it just says Patches. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> Try to lay low. Mickey like smacks Kitty's shoulder like incognito. Oh, right. Uh, uh. And it changes to go 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Memphis Menace. <laughs> Can we hear him? Yeah, there's time. You guys are in the front row. You have oh. time to change it before oh, the sorry. fight starts. There you go. Now it says the Memphis Menace. <laughs> I got a 15 on my initiative. Ooh, I got better. Uh -oh. I got a 19. This is all where my where all my good rolls are gonna go. I'm sorry, John. Thank God. <laughs> my initiative is bad. It's I'm not worried. Just kidding. That's a two. <laughs> Miros, are they like going for claw attacks or what's their fighting style like? Yeah, you see that they they kind of um. Oh, I can make two attacks. Bring it. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah, you see that they're kind of fighting with... It would be Claw, huh? 
or an attempted claw attack, and also a nat 1, and attempted tusk attack. Tusk? They're gonna, like, try and headbutt me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanna, as they're coming in, I wanna, like, backstep against the first strike, and as they go for the claw, I'm just gonna bring my head forward and try and smack them. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and roll for it. First attack is a 22. Yeah, 22 hits. Five damage. And then I'm going to try and follow Ooh. it up with an uppercut. Yeah. Nat 20. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. So there's nat bam 20. and then bam for 10 damage. Oh my god. Nice. I could only wish. <laughs> Miki has put away her book. How much damage total? 10. Nice. Yeah. You, after these first two hits, there is blood on the floor and the crowd is going fucking wild. <laughs> they love you too. But it's also not Patches's blood. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have any. <laughs> Alrighty, next round of attacks. Oh, it's, it's a different, I was looking at the wrong numbers. Okay, we're fine. Everything's fine. 15 and something really bad. Both miss. Oof. Nice. Here go. Okay. First one is an 18. 18 hits. Second one is a higher than that. 22 again. Oof. Yeah, 22 hits. I just, like, block both of the strikes and then just do two, like, quick jabs to this guy's sternum. Just... Yeah. He coughs up a little more blood... And I say, don't ruin my soybean hat. <laughs> As you are kicking, kicking this guy's ass. Oh. 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 I, I didn't read something. Oh. Uh oh. I, I'm, I definitely read these stat blocks before we started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> you can see that this werebore kind of like, growls and shifts into a slightly more beast form. As... Is that allowed? Yeah, does that count as magic? <laughs> I look at the ref. Is that allowed? The, Is the this ref allowed? <laughs> makes no motion to stop and kind of just like nods at you as he's going to take another two swipes at you. For still really terrible numbers. They don't hit. They don't hit. I mean... I'm tempted to use some of my innate spell casting. I guess it's not that innate, but it, it, innate. I think I'll just punch. I'll just stick with punch. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, first one's an 11. 11 just hits. Really? Whoa. <laughs> Second one is a 23. So that's two yeah, more. Hits. Two more strikes. Are your attacks considered magical? You know, that's not innately. It would make sense considering what Patches is, but that's up to you. Okay, then they, they for the purposes of this fight, they will not be considered magical. You can see that now, in this shifted form, all of your attacks which you know should have, which you felt hit, are not doing damage. At all? At all. This feels this feels like cheating. <laughs> Alright, bring it. 
Bring it, big man. He's gonna go for another two attacks. Something really bad. <laughs> I am rolling like garbage today. And 18? That will hit. Okay. You take... 7 damage. Okay. Yikes. Well... Let's see, is my best option to just try and dodge this guy's attacks, or try and hit him? Because I have to hit him with magical attacks, but I'm not allowed to use magic. <laughs> Do we notice that the guy didn't take any damage after Patch's hit, after the, the form yeah. change? It's pretty easy to see, and it is stoking drama amongst the crowd. That's cheating! <laughs> I want to look at the the ref and really quickly go, can I use a little magic? The the ref is kind of like, I don't know what to tell you. No spells. It ain't a spell. I want to look for like a rock or a, or just something that I can pick up that I could use as like a weapon and just hit <laughs> this guy with. Yeah, go ahead and... Uh... Make a... What did you roll on your previous perception roll? You didn't roll that high, did you? You were a little Really low. low. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and roll a perception roll. Oh, that's a 12. You do spot one, but it's going to take your turn to go over there and pick it up. Yeah, I'm going to run over and grab it. Yeah. As you leave this guy's melee range, he's going to make another attack. Ah! That's really bad. He misses. When, when Pat just goes to the rock, is it near where we're sitting? Should I roll a luck check? Yeah, it is. I'm going to try to surreptitiously cast Sanctuary on, on Patches. <laughs> sure. Go ahead and roll a sleight of hand check for me. Sleight of hand... I've got 17. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. So you cast it and you think no you're pretty certain that nobody saw. Although it's a big crowd here. You can't be 100% certain. Yeah. So... Any creature who tries to attack Patches needs to roll a wisdom saving throw. And then if it, it fails, they have to either choose a new target or lose the attack. Mm. But then if Patches attacks, it'll also just go away. Mm -hmm. His turn again. He's going to go ahead and chase after you and attempt to hit. Does A 15 doesn't hit, does it? No. Wisdom saving throw first. Oh yeah, that's right. Or DC? 15. Yeah. You see that you do feel the effects of a spell on you, Patches, as your opponent goes up to slash you and kind of stops mid-swipe, turning away from you. Okay. I'm going to pick up this rock, and I'm going to hit him with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not proficient with this, since it's an improvised weapon, but I got a 22. Yeah, 22 hits. And I believe improvised weapons are 1d4. Yeah, that works. And then I'm just gonna smite this man. I'm gonna divine smite. Nice! <laughs> First level. Yeah! <laughs> okay, here we go. Seven, 11 damage for the first attack. Nice. Very good, very good. But I don't think I'm going to smite this time, so I'm just hitting him for the sake of hitting him. 
that one's gonna be at a dirty twenty. Yeah, that definitely hits. Oh, gosh. So you see Patches rushes over and picks up this rock and just whips around and catches this guy right in the center of the chest. And there's like <laughs> just a glow of holy energy that comes off of it. <laughs> and in my head, it's like the anime, they shoot back and slam into a wall moment. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then Patches runs up and hits him again with absolutely no effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh- with this, the crowd is going wild, and if you spare a glance to the ref, the ref gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> From where he was tossed, he's going to attempt to attack you again for a 18 to hit. That hits. That's gonna be a little better this time, please. 12 damage. Oh, damn. As you get the halftime mark. I'm going to take the dodge action to give him disadvantage on his attacks against me. Yeah. If they're still within range, I am also going to cast Sanctuary again. Go ahead and roll another... What's my call? Slide of hand. hand. 22. Nice. Ooh. Having kind of sensed the... You got a rhythm of the fight and the crowd's reaction along with it and find a good time to time your spell discreetly as you cast Sanctuary on Patches again. So he's going to go ahead and do another two attacks. That is both terrible and terrible. I didn't need disadvantage for With that some one. saving throw first? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nat 20 Ooh, on the wisdom nice. saving throw. So when it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Although hot garbage on the attacks with the disadvantage, so really low in the single digits. There's no way it hits. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep dodging for a little bit, because I don't want to spend all my spell slots just smiting this guy. Yeah. Yeah, because there's also a magic fight <laughs> next round. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, so Sanctuary lasts for a full minute. Which is gonna be, yeah, to the end of this fight. Yeah. I, I wanna, like, as I'm dodging, discreetly try and give Kitty a look. And just be like, no more of that. <laughs> yeah. If, okay. if they if they see that you're doing that, we're gonna have a bad time. How will she know though? Yeah, with your googly eyes and false eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great point. <laughs> Can you roll a? What would it be? Performance. Performance. <laughs> Her charisma uh... in general, maybe. Because he's trying to be sneaky about it, too. Roll a sleight of hand. Don't make it sleight of hand. (laughs) Roll a sleight of hand to see if you can, like, do it sneaky. And then also a general charisma roll, please. (laughs) Oh, uh, well, it's not good, but I got a 14 to just be, like, less, less of that. Okay. I just, I do, like, the thing with your hand or, like, no... And then charisma roll. That was the charisma roll, wasn't it? No, that was his sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh, that's very bad. That's a 12. Okay. You make a motion gesture. Nobody knows what it means. Only some people <laughs> saw it. It was reasonably sneaky. I don't think Kitty understood you. <laughs> but also, it wasn't obvious that you were trying to communicate something, so it's a... Uh... 
Yeah, maybe you were just fanning yourself or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's gonna go for another two attacks at disadvantage. Really bad. Oh, wasn't saving throw first. Oh, yeah, that's right. What's your DC? 15. Yeah, so that attack gets aborted. Hatches, here you go. Excellent. What are we on? This is number seven. We have like just about 30 seconds left. I'm gonna keep dodging, but I'm gonna start doing some showboating and like making a show <laughs> of dodging his attacks. Yeah, go ahead and roll a performance check. You might as well make Do, it like, interesting. <laughs> back handspring or something. Oh, nat 20. Nice. nice. <laughs> WWE. <laughs> the crowd goes wild for your taunts as this as your opponent seems to get more and more frustrated not being able to hit you. I do one of those things where you run at someone and slide under their legs as they try to strike <laughs> nice, you. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's full roadrunner here as <laughs> as the fight goes on. 17 so I saved did, met the wisdom saving throw and is going to make the two attacks. 15 does not hit, right? Nope. Gotta, gotta get a 17 to hit me. Oh, indeed I did. I got a 20-something. That, Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> and really bad on the damage. Solid. <laughs> That's gonna be a, a 6 on the damage. Okay. I think I've still done more damage to this guy. I think. Okay, you gotta keep dodging. I, yeah, I think I'm going to try dodging one more time, and then I'll, I'll smack him next time. That's going to be... So we're on the final round. He's going to... with some saving throw. 17. Really bad. Even worse, if you could believe it. Okay. <laughs> can, I, can I do the thing where I catch the punch he throws at me? Yeah. He rolled bad enough to where you can you can catch it. And I'm gonna hit him. Oh hell yeah, I'm gonna hit him. That's a twenty-one. With your tiny rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, twenty-one definitely hits. And I as I do it. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm gonna do after. Okay. Oh my gosh. Ten twelve damage. Ooh. With another Ooh. divine smite. Very nice. Very nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. You hear the crowd scream, yeah. 14, 14, 14. <laughs> it, it in a smattering of common, but mostly in other languages. As they are loving your victory, uh, the the crowd is already cheering when the, when the horn blows, and they already know the winner, but the referee does go over there and put up your hand anyway. Yeah, I... I... Do the full rocky arms and jump around. <laughs> yeah, the crowd is here for it. They love it. Magical tinkering fireworks. <laughs> Could I have been watching this fight from like the from the wings, essentially? Nope. You are sitting underground in cubicles. Okay. You hear the crowd though. <laughs> I, I, when I, can I hear them saying fourteen, or is it too garbled? You can. Okay. I'm just like yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, you are brought back down to your cubicles. There are a few fights after you. 
is everyone isolated in these cubicles? Are there are three walls around you, but it is open in the same room. Is it like one person per cubicle, or can I be chilling with Jem? Yeah, can we hang out? I mean, we're right next to each other anyway. Yeah, most other people are taking one per cubicle. Although it's the the there is a goblin guard who is standing around. They they don't stop you as you try to sit in the same cubicle. The guy he turned into a werebore. I couldn't even hurt him. Are you for real? Oh my god! Yeah, and that was allowed. I picked up a rock and I I did a little I did a little magic. They allowed a little magic. Hell yeah! I'm gonna get patches a high five. <laughs> <laughs> what number was the drow woman she was 12 i mean that goes to figure but i wanted to make sure <laughs> yeah did i hear the results of her fight at all yeah if you were particularly paying attention for that you would notice that the winners get walked back to the room that you guys are in and the losers generally if they left anything they would come back as well but then they would leave the room she did return to the room Uh-oh. and stay. Okay. Great. <laughs> Jem just like keeps her head kind of turned away from her anytime she... Oh, but we're right next to each other. Oh, no. People in the cubicles are And there's only one not... bed. <laughs> there's only one bed. And I dated her cousin. <laughs> They're not necessarily sitting in number order. It's kind of like whatever cubicle you wanted to grab, or whoever was the fastest at grabbing the first ones, you know? It's like, they didn't make you sit in number order. Okay. Then, yeah, anytime she's around, I'm just gonna, like, kind of turn inward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Outside, Kitty is talking to Miki. Was that bad? I felt like he was cheating, so I cast spells, but could I have gotten Patches in trouble? Was that bad? Um... I think you definitely could have gotten him in trouble, and it's really good that you are being sneaky. Yeah, that's it. Like, the other guy was cheating too, right? I mean, it's kind of his thing, isn't it? Like, that's just who he is. He can't help it. I mean, he could have not transformed. I mean, if I'm gonna fight for... Do we know the pot is 200 gold? If I'm going to fight for prize money, I'm going to pull out all the tricks I have, too. Hmm. Hmm. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, well. Patches won anyways. If it makes you feel less guilty, I think he still would have won even if you hadn't helped him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There is an hour after this fight and before the next one. So you all are welcome to take a short rest and regain any relevant abilities as well as use hit dice if you would like. If you're down any help. I'm going to defo use some hit dice. While this is happening, the, the two ticket betting people return to the stands and pass out bets that are won, and collect everyone's tickets regardless of whether they won or lost. And also ask for new bets at the same time, telling you the remaining contestants. Ooh, how much did we get? Yeah, what were the odds? 
Oh, I should have done worse so the odds would be more in our favor. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get double. Very nice. So, you guys are returned. Kitty is returned 20 gold, and Miki is returned 40. I'll place 20 back down in bets. 10 per. You know, I'll also go 10 per. Yeah. You notice that Gem has a higher payout rate. <laughs> and Patches is a 1 to 2. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> I manhandled a werebore. Let's go. I mean, honestly, between an elf and a human, they should not have expected an interesting fight. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> One damage apiece. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, so we'll probably, we'll probably pick up, because uh, I don't think we can finish this. Absolutely with not. Ease. <laughs> Yeah, so we will pick up on round two, as my dice said Gem would go first. Oh no! <laughs> we know, just before we go, mm -hmm. could you, like, how many, what are the numbers dwindled down to, and who's remaining? I mean, it's just half of whoever was there, Yeah, because right? you said there were 14 people total? So there would be seven people left. And what's the competition looking like anymore? Like, monstrous people? Anyone who, like, really is raising red flags? Well, I didn't write them all down, so I'm going to say that Jem didn't get a good look at them. <laughs> Too distracted by avoiding being recognized by the drow lady. But yeah, we will pick up there next time in round two of the fight. Join us again in two weeks. Well, hot dog, you've made it to the finish line of episode 17. We're thrilled that you've stuck with us through all the twists and turns, and we couldn't be more grateful for your support. But wait, there's more. If you've enjoyed this thrilling ride, why not spread the love? Give us a rating out of five stars, leave a comment on your podcast platform of choice, and shout from the rooftops about this electrifying escapade. Tell your D&D party, your grandma, your dog, everyone needs to know about beholding out for a hero. Before we go, we've got some shout-outs to make. A big thank you to Wizards of the Coast for creating the rock-solid framework of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, and to Keith Baker for crafting the captivating world of Eberron that we're exploring. And we can't forget Nico's trusty horse in Red Dead Redemption, Roy the Mustang, for being our stalwart companion on this journey. For Holding Out for a Hero is released bi-weekly, and you can find us just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. We can't promise we're on every platform, but we've done our darndest to make it happen. So mark your calendars, set your reminders, and join us back here in two weeks for episode 18. We'll be ready and waiting to take you on another wild and wondrous adventure. <laughs>